If somebody comes to me and say, okay, I'm going to college, but I have no money. I sleep hungry at times. I can talk to you perfectly because I've been through that. You understand? So all this is their lesson. When you come down, you bring yourself down. You try to know them, talk. You know more about the people. Then you know which area or what you tell them. God will give you utterance to what you tell that will cause the change and an impact in their lives. I see the walls before me, I feel the cages forming. Seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head off the ground. I see the world before me, I know what change is coming. I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head off the ground. We break into everything. We break into Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We break into Hello and welcome to the Barricus Corner where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Dunker. Today we have an amazing guest. You all know season five is all about stepping out on faith and defying the odds. And I see this lady winning on the internet, doing amazingly well. She's a wife, she's a mother, she's a pharmacist, and she's also the founder of GEM, Girls Empowering Mentors. Her name is Nancy Oluwakemi Samai. Please introduce yourself and just tell us just a little bit about yourself. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Joyce, for hosting me. I am well honored and it's a privilege. I think you've done production. Right. <laughs> you've introduced me already. That's amazing. That's just me, a mother, a wife, pharmacist, and I'm the founder of Girls Empowerment. Oh, great. And we're just going to go through like your journey to get into this point. We'll probably start from, I guess, every girl's dream is to become, almost every girl's dream is to become a mom, a wife. Has this always been your desire too? Yes, yes. <laughs> I always long to have a family married to one husband and kids as well. I remember I used to pray that God would give me two children, mm. one boy and one girl. But in God, in all his wisdom, has decided to bless me with two boys at the moment. So I don't know what other plan. I don't know if he has any plans to give me more or even a girl child, but it's all on him. Right. The Bible says a man plans to swear and God directs their part. So that's just it. In fact, when I got the second boy, that was what he reminded me what God will always do. Because I was like, somehow disappointed. I was seeing that was never, let's say, wishing or hoping to have many children. <laughs> In fact, I made up my mind to like, okay, let me just be biased and ask for a boy or a girl. So <laughs> nobody will say I don't have like the two gender. Actually was hoping or praying when I was growing up to 
just have one child because <laughs> I used to be scared about this whole birth process, pregnancy thing. I used to imagine how will a human being carry another human being. <laughs> so I used to be very scared about being pregnant. That made me just to make up my mind that, okay, just so that they won't say I didn't give birth, let me just give birth to one, one. child. <laughs> yes. Then later, as I grew up in wisdom, mm-hmm. I decided, okay, let me just have two, boy and a girl, it's okay. Then I told God. Now I'm here at this point. Okay, the first one came and he said, boy, I was like, okay, God has answered my prayer. <laughs> and in one. And then the second came, I found out it was a boy. I was like, oh. <laughs> but again, he knows best. And yeah. I've left everything in his hand. And I am moving according to what he has planned right. day by day. Right. That I mean, that is the thing that we have to do. You just work in God's plan. I know this season is all about stepping out on faith over fear, but sometimes we have our plans and we are like, okay, by faith, we believe that this is going to happen. But again, once you live a surrendered life, you're, yeah. it's like, God, whatever you want to do. Yes, I have my desires, but I want to be in your will too. That's a fake thing too, to even say, God, I just want to be in your will and whatever you give me. Yeah. Even if you're stepping out on faith, you don't forget the will. Everything right. has to just come back. has to right. be aligned in his will. Yeah. Listen, stepping out on faith is being in alignment with God's will. This is already a word. Like we have not even gone far, but we are speaking. <laughs> We're already getting nuggets. <laughs> That's amazing. And have you always, actually before that, how did your husband feel about you having a girl? I mean, having a boy. He was okay with it. Even okay. though he loves girls, female children, like, let me see. Swill. He came to understand God's will and we just mm. have to move with it again. Yeah. Then we always used to remind ourselves that there are many people out there, married couple who are mm-hmm. looking for one child. Right. And right. they have not been privileged to carry their own babies. So yeah. if God has given us these two, yeah. all we have to do is just to thank him. We just have yeah. to be grateful. And then we still will pray, okay, we are praying and trusting God, okay, the girl child will come, but mm-hmm. yet still, it all has to be according to his will if he wants us to have the girl child. So he understands perfectly God's will. So it was okay with the boy. I think my parents were looking for a boy and then they ended up having six girls. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you don't want me to go. For me, I've told God, if you are going to give me much, you have to just confirm that. You have to really confirm that and promise that, you know, I have to go. It has to be smooth and easy. Like, I don't want to have any business and all that. So it is up to me. I'm okay with this too. Yeah. But then. Yeah. You never know the surprise I would just kick that out from God. anywhere. It's God for us. Yeah. Have you mm-hmm. always decided to be a pharmacist too? Nah. nah. In fact, okay, I used to live in the Gambia. Born in Sierra Leone, but then I relocated to Gambia. I did not even have a clue about who or a pharmacist was or ever heard about pharmacy. Yeah. I knew there were drugs, medicine and all that. So my only tool understanding or knowledge, I just thought it was just under, okay, general medicine, doctor, mm-hmm. nurses. Mm-hmm. Those are the two mm-hmm. professions that I knew. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I was growing up, I used to think that doctor is for the men and then we nurse is nurse for, is the, for women. the women. <laughs> yes. So I actually even made up my mind, okay, I was going to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. Then I think I came across in school, we are taught and then I got to know that, okay, both sexes can be either. Mm-hmm. Then, I, okay, then I switched. I said, okay, now I'm going to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. In fact, I started working towards it and then praying and all that. Mm-hmm. If I already saw myself being a doctor, they, later through reading and research, mm-hmm. I knew like I fell in love with children. Mm-hmm. So then I had to browse about the name of like doctors that deal with children, and I yeah. came across pediatrist yeah. or pediatricians. I was working towards becoming a doctor and specializing on uh, as a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. But then coming over Sierra Leone and then. 
entering the medical school, mm-hmm. things change. Yes, I was unfortunate to enter the line. Okay, when I came to Sierra Leone, I knew that there were there was medicine, there was pharmacy. Mm-hmm. I was unfortunate to read the medicine, mm-hmm. but I had a choice to like repeat and then I could have gained the mark for medicine. Mm-hmm. But then at that point, I had my mom was sick. She's late now. Mm-hmm. She was sick. So I was like looking at, okay. you know, the time frame. I need to hurry. And then in my mind, I need to hurry and then finish up so that I can be of help. Yeah. In whatever way, at least to help her with her challenge, the health challenge. I wasn't ready to settle, to go back and that thing of repeating. Yeah. And I'm this kind of person growing up. I've always been doing well, very well academically. And then this evil thought came like, I believe it was the devil. Mm-hmm. You know, what do people think? You know, people that knew me then, here Nancy repeated in the college. Yeah. I mean, my name, my integrity, all the things I worked for would have gone just down the drain. I would feel so bad of myself. Yeah. Then I just used my mommy's sickness to just encourage myself not to repeat. And that was how I just continued. It wasn't a smooth ride. It was a very bitter one. Every challenge came. The challenges were from all angles. Yes. So it wasn't really a smooth ride. But at yeah. the end of the day, God showed up. And he's merciful and he's faithful. And he that reminds me, every time I think about it, it reminds me that he's always there. Even yeah. there are times when we feel that he's not there because he's quiet. Yeah. But he is really, maybe he's even talking, but we are not hearing. Yeah, yeah. So like the journey was not small, but at the end of the day, I came out graduated as a pharmacist in 2019, which like I should have graduated actually in 2017. Mm -hmm. But then again, along the line, like I said, it wasn't sweet. I had to repeat like twice throughout my course. Mm -hmm. So I had to graduate in 2019 to the glory of God. (laughs) Yeah. How long did that take you? How long was it supposed to be? It ended up being how many years? I enrolled in October 2011. So like I should have finished 2017. Okay. Then I had to finish 2019. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Eight years. Instead of like six years, I had to do it. Yeah. You did pharmacy because your mom was not feeling well and she passed and that's why you went into pharmacy or? Yeah. At the time when I enrolled at the college, she was alive anyway, she was, but she was sick. Yeah. And like, I wasn't told what the sickness was. I came over. It was actually the cause that brought me over to Sierra Leone. Okay. Yes. So I left her sick in the Gambia. Stomach, there's a lot of signs and symptoms and a lot of things happening that even though I wasn't talking, I wasn't voicing it out because I had to stay strong for her. She can't be be crying and all that. So I had to just put up this brave face so that she doesn't think the thing is really affecting me, which would have been really negative and a negative impact on her. So I really had to give up. Yes. But inward, I was praying and thinking and hoping that, okay, I'm in this field. Let me just hurry and study. My help I could have given her, mm-hmm. I will do it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then the thing did not work out yeah. the way I planned. I'm so sorry to hear of her passing. Like, it's so sad to have to lose a family member just at the time that you uh, also get your breakthrough as well, like in graduating and all of that and her being in right? so <laughs> many important areas in your life you'd want her to be in and she's not there. And I know you yeah, remember right. her. Like you need our help with the kids and all of that. She would even be glad to be of help to see her grandkids. Of course. Yeah. In fact, sometimes when I sit down taking care of the kids, there are times I just hear, I just wish my mom was around because yeah. the workload, the weight can be so much. And then you have to do a lot of things all by yourself. Yeah. Everything is new. Everything is strange. Yeah. I was sharing, okay, I and my husband, when I got pregnant with the first boy, both of 
us did not have like we are not privileged to have grown up around. Mm-hmm. So everything we did it was the first experience. Yeah, we found ourselves. We had to Google everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, oh, in wow. fact, I'm writing a book. I'm writing through this whole experience, the Holy Spirit, like God led me, yeah. and He has given me, inspired me to write a book. And I'm on it right now, which is capturing some of these my experiences, mm-hmm. and also trying to pass on a message of living purpose to yeah. young people. Yes. Oh, wow. So we actually googled everything concerning pregnancy oh, wow. it was so funny <laughs> imagine <laughs> you go and google and tell me okay now the child is like this he's like a watermelon size it was really one thing i i'm grateful for i thank god because god gave us the strength and the courage and even the mm-hmm. wisdom to enjoy the process it wasn't easy process we enjoyed every bit every day we looked forward to seeing this baby the whole thing of pregnancy when and he ensured i never missed the medication prescribed medication mm-hmm. I had to take them. You know, that's excitement, that's anxiety, new couple, yeah. first yeah. experience. We just yeah. want to do everything perfectly. <laughs> and we thank God. We, God gave us the grace and then we were able to pull through. I want to ask, so by the time the second child came, did you guys do that research or you just didn't bother well, anymore? The second child came and like, it was like Nicodemus, he came in secretly, <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> I imagine by the time when I was pregnant, it was like almost at the end of the first trimester. That's like <laughs> end of three months. Wow. So yes, I did not feel any. It wasn't like the first pregnancy. Mm-hmm. There was no morning sickness, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I was just this normal person mm-hmm. eating normally, you mm-hmm. understand. But I was still breastfeeding. Yes, the first boy. So my mom would not even run there. Yeah. Then I was when I was eating too much, I was thinking, okay, because this my first son is really be- he was just living on he never he did not want any other food except food. the breast milk yeah that's what he wanted so i was just thinking okay because he's just depending he's just on breast milk and that's why i'm eating too much not knowing that there was another there was a visitor <laughs> so when we found out we were like okay i was a little bit somehow mm-hmm. i felt a little bit disappointed because i wasn't <laughs> expecting a second child soon but then i remember i was sitting in the bathroom mm-hmm. after i found out that i was pregnant because mm-hmm. i did a test for myself at home the rapid yeah. test before i actually went to the hospital mm-hmm. so i sat down i was like broke i was like no god at least you should have given me time after this first one you go to school i should go back to work mm-hmm. at least let me pick up myself again yeah then he reminded me that this is what you paid for mm-hmm. then he took my mind back i remember when i was good that's when he told me now when you were growing up i asked indeed i asked him i told him mm-hmm. that when i i want to give back to two children before i turn 30 and this year I'm turning 30 and I already have the two children. Oh, wow. So that's what reminded me of. So I just kept quiet. I was like, this God said. <laughs> 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 I forgot. That was why I felt down. I, I was broken when I knew that I was pregnant. But since he reminded me, like, mm-hmm. I just went straight, like, okay, please forgive me. Please, I'm, it's a mistake. Please forgive me. And I intentionally had to live a grateful life every yeah. day, even up to now. And yeah. it's like a testimony I can't even wait to share. And I'm glad I'm even sharing it now beforehand because yeah. I was waiting to share it on my birthday in uh-huh. October. But then it's still all good. I feel blessed to share it because it also tells me that there are times when we request, we make our request to God and then mm-hmm. we forget. Yeah. yeah. But he never forgets. Yeah. He's always faithful to his yeah. word. He always keeps his word. Yeah. So even... This is like a template for me when I go through life and I'm faced with challenges mm-hmm. that this he has done it before. He will do it again. So he will yeah. do it again. Yeah. So let me, whatever I'm faced with, I should just keep praying. I should just keep asking. I should just keep talking, telling him when his time is right, he will make everything beautiful. Yeah. I was just going to say, the Bible says, even your secret 
desires he has heard them already so of course yeah yeah, yeah sometimes we forget about us and that's one of the things like journaling is good for because you're able to write like some of your prayer points yes, down and all yes. of that years down the line when you go back into the book you're like oh my god i prayed for this and the lord yes. has already answered <laughs> like i go through i'm like i can't even remember praying for this and i wrote it down okay. and now god has answered it so even your secret prayers he hears it's just that sometimes we forget and sometimes it's like it's not the right time for him to do what he's supposed to do so it's it, there might be a little it might look like a delay but he'll be right on time and i was going to go back to when you talked about having this mentality of as a young person especially back home in africa it's like there's a limited mindset back in the day maybe now it's much better where students go to school and all we think about is being in the science classes for medicine being in the arts classes for lawyers <laughs> that was my thinking as well so when you and other people have said the same i was like oh i thought i was the only one thinking that way i was like you are not even serious. Like, why? Like, this is all that med- science classes for medicine and arts classes for lawyers and then commerce classes for business people. So that's why I went to business because I knew I was not going to be a doctor. I knew I didn't want to be a lawyer. Okay. And that's why I went mm-hmm. to the business class because of that limited mindset. But now, thankfully, there's so much avenues for people to know, like, science you can be in science and do a lot of things you can be in art yes, and do so yes. many other things you can be in business and even still do so many other things as well so that limited mindset and sometimes just god is just faithful he has mercy on us and he's just faithful to even other ourselves and direct especially like i mean not especially but direct our steps into like for you for example you went into pharmacy who knows whether if you were faced with a situation that at hand you would have just gone and follow through to the medicine maybe the, and then that might not have been the path that god had for you also when you talk about like what people would say repeating the mm-hmm. class and all of that those things are just real like the mindset that we have about repeating something and funnily enough in life god does that to us if you haven't passed a certain level you are going to repeat and repeat and repeat until you learn the lesson of that and that's why like no matter what I'm faced with, I'm like, God, what lessons do you want me to learn here? Because I know that once I learn it, the next time I face another situation, I'm able to say, like, I learned this. Let me apply what I learned last here. And then I move forward. But if we don't learn that lesson, we're, life will make you repeat. And you look like, why? Like you see yourself going around in circles, but probably, the, I mean, one, someone will say maybe that's an, a spiritual attack. Another thing would be that you haven't even learned your lesson. And so you keep seeing yourself going around in circles. So that mentality Mm -hmm. was one thing that back in the day would limit a lot of us. And sometimes has caused a lot of people to even delay in the course that they are doing. So somebody may be doing something and then they may be doing business. And then at the end of the day, they realize, no, I don't like business. I like, I would like to be a doctor. Like (laughs) back in the day, you would see that people in science class, (laughs) graduated i mean finished high school and then they went to work in the bank and i'm like but you did science so what are you doing (laughs) same thing same thing just the same uh, thing you are saying that's the mentality we had but as you grow up older the purpose of god becomes clearer yeah that's life you get to understand the purpose and that purpose is not like a one-off thing it's not something that you just have an understanding about it at a go it's a process yeah it's a process it is like every phase of your he opens it up as we go along because i think if he should just give us that purpose at a go Mm -hmm. we might mess things up yeah we might not even do it information might be too much for us yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 
you'll be just too overwhelmed and be like, how am I going to do yes. this? Already the little that he gave you to do. You know, do. we have that anxious spirit. Sometimes we think before, we overthink things. You know, you yeah. don't take the action. You have not yet started. You have mm -hmm. started thinking about the end of it. <laughs> when in actual fact, <laughs> God who has created us knows the end from the beginning. Right. And he has made everything perfect for us to walk right. in. You understand? So you just have to go back to him and then he directs you, okay, take this step, take that step, okay, stop, wait, sleep, eat, get back up, move yeah. so, move so. Yeah. That's it. That's like me. Like I remember when God had shown me something and probably I'll share it later in my life. <laughs> but I saw <laughs> like he had given me a vision about something and then I was like, okay, like I was in that moment that I saw it, I was like, no, this is not possible. Like this cannot be like, it's not going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. And then I was already thinking about the end, like, okay, God, how are you going to do this? I was even thinking about how God is going to do it, how it's going to make a way. I was just like, yeah. and then one day the Holy Spirit was like, can you just calm down? <laughs> if no. God said it, he'll do it and he'll do it on his own terms. Yeah, yeah. And lo and behold, like the way it came, it was just unexpected. I was just like, oh, wow. Like this is how God made it happen. And so, you realize when you get to that end, when you finish that tax, <laughs> you're like, okay, it's easier than what you are thinking right. about or what you are picturing. Right, right. <laughs> it's a struggle. So how with a pharmacy, you face definitely face your challenges in like with the delay and all of it. But after graduating, like how did you feel? I felt good because what God did was to give me wrapped up package, like so many blessings mm -hmm. wrapped up in one. Yeah. Again, once I was going, I always used to pray that the year that I'll graduate from college, that's the year I should get married. Get married. Wow. So if I was to graduate in 2017, that was the year I prayed I was supposed to get married. Mm -hmm. So when it got to 2017, I couldn't graduate. I thought that, okay, this is it. Let me forget about getting married now. Time, it's too short and all that. Or yeah. if I get married now, it will mm -hmm. hinder my cause. Yeah, yeah. But God had a better plan. I did not know. Yeah. So 2018... Then I and my husband met towards the end of 2018, marriage. Wow. 2019, I graduated. The same 2019, I got married. Yeah. So from 2019, marriage, graduation, before you know it, became pregnant with the first son. Mm -hmm. before you know it, second so now <laughs> so like god just packaged everything for me and just gave it to me one of the blessings so i could not even think about start thinking about okay i should have graduated in 2017 i did not oh this i started no regret about yeah. everything that i go through yeah and this is something very salient sometimes when we think that we have lost it all yeah just by handing it over to god when he gives us the blessing we forget about all the years of struggle yeah that's yeah what yeah it doesn't yeah. even make no sense to us again it's yeah like you, you try to look for the scars you can't see anything yeah that is just how beautiful god works yeah so that was it for me despite all the love i can't even as i'm sitting here right now i can't even to say there is a day i even see that i was like oh when i went through college of medicine oh my god this is to this is what happened to me i felt bad i repeated it doesn't have any scratch i don't yeah. feel a pinch yeah but i don't even care <laughs> and i gladly shared the story with people yeah i remember even after graduating there was this on my birthday i think 2020 i can't remember but anyway i, I had graduated then mm -hmm. and then she sent this message to me it was like she always used to look up to me when i was in college oh. and it told me i was like really me like <laughs> i was not this chemically up there for you to right. just yeah yeah pinpoint that i'm an example yeah then she made mention that during her exam, she had a reference. She had to recite one of the subjects again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's this fear that came to her that she was not going to pass. Mm -hmm. So she said, she went and stood. She said she did not know why she did it, but she stood before the mirror. And mm -hmm. then she was talking to her. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, listen to me, you are Nancy. You will go through this and come out mm-hmm. strong and come out victorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, I was like, really? <laughs> so I'm like, wow. wow. So she said that was how she regained her confidence and then went for the exam and then passed. Wow. Up to now, I can't even recollect. Like, I was like, God, really? So even in the midst of my, you know, mess, there is a message that she sent out. And for this kind of person to come back later, when I was not even mm-hmm. thinking that people yeah. were really looking up to me, to send this type of message, I yeah. mean, I was like, thank you, Lord. Just, you receive the praise for it because in the midst of my own struggle, he still glorified his name. That's the most important thing in his life. Even the midst of my struggle, at least to me, I feel like, okay, I was able to please God in a way in my college because Mm -hmm. if I should have lived the messed up life, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have, I wouldn't have served as like an example to her. And then she wouldn't have used me as a reference point for confidence, for boosting her confidence. So like, I was pleased. All that gives me hope that, okay, whatever I go through, I went through mm-hmm. was just God trying to, it, it's like he's using it to preach or win souls to others. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's the that I have that God sent a message throughout with me using my life on campus and everything. I saw this post the other day on social media and it says that, I'm paraphrasing, it says that your story will be someone's guideline to either like breakthrough or breaking barriers, something like that. I saw that. And yeah. like you sharing that makes so much sense that somebody is looking up to you. Some, and a lot of people are looking up to you that you have no idea. Maybe that's that one person yeah. came to you, but there's so many other people that are looking yeah. up to you that your story yeah. is being a blessing to them. Like we look at the struggle it was, and like you said, you don't even remember the pain and that's how it is like, but it, during that time, it was like, what are people going to say? The pain, the struggle, oh, you know, being beaten <laughs> twice for that matter. Yeah. But God exalted himself. God's name was glorified at the end of the day. And that's the most important thing. And then at the end of the day, like I was even going to say that it's always like the, when the Bible says when the woman gives birth, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. they will not remember the pain that they went through. It, oh, like it mm-hmm. just went, a lot of women have testified that as soon as they give birth, it's like, the pain is Everything, no longer you don't even think about okay the nine months <laughs> so that's and that's just i guess that's how life is you go through the struggles and then once you gain your victory it's like wow like you don't remember how you can get testified it doesn't mean anything it, the thing is you right. remember but it doesn't mean anything to you yeah like, it doesn't mean so much pain <laughs> like it used to before uh, yeah no. yeah <laughs> Tell us about Girls Empowering Mentors. Like, how did that start? Why did you start it? Girls Empowering Mentors started 2017. Mm-hmm. And why did I start it? I think God wants me to. I always have this fulfillment in speaking with young ladies. Mm-hmm. It brings me joy. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. If that's what I do for the day, I'm okay. Yeah. If I go days, weeks without, like, able to counsel a young person, I mean, I feel empty. Yeah. I feel really empty. Yeah. In fact, I... Like there are times I even go depressed. <laughs> I start thinking about all how I failed. But the moment I get in contact with a young person yeah. and able to encourage them, pray for them, able to yeah. counsel them, yeah. I think there's this revival, this joy that just comes mm-hmm. from within. And if I was lying down or maybe sleepy or tired the whole day, that strength just comes on. Yeah. It just yeah. comes on. So it's like God wanted me to have it. Mm-hmm. And then later, I think, 20, if I could remember anyway, there was this confirmation through a man of God. We had this program in church. So in church, I used to minister. I had this group that we minister. Mm-hmm. So after singing, then the man of God preached, altar call was done, every other thing was done. But mm-hmm. that was the last day of the program. Mm-hmm. And that last day, they would always do prayer for our head pastor and the workers of the church. Mm-hmm. 
So they were, whilst he was praying for the pastor and the rest of the workers, there's something said to me, you are next. So it mm. I was on stage because I was like in the presentship team, I was mm-hmm. standing. And something said to me, you are next. But I jogged. I always used to have this thing of this inferiority. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just feel that I am not supposed to be, I don't deserve yeah. some certain things. Yeah. So when the voice came, you are next, I was like, eh, me? Who's going to stand there? Why should mm-hmm. this man call me? Does he know me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they asked mm-hmm. some sort of question. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it didn't take five minutes. Mm-hmm. The preacher was like, why is that young lady that was singing? He never even knew I was upstage. Say, where is that young lady that was singing, that knelt down singing here? Mm. See, I saw a connection between her and young people. Mm. Say, the call of God is upon her life. Mm. Yeah, I started, I don't know how vibrating, I don't know what type of feeling. <laughs> and then everybody was like, look at her, everybody was pointing at me. He had to push me. I don't yeah. know how I got in front of him. Mm-hmm. And then I stood. Then he told, he prophesied, that's your call. Mm-hmm. Then it was like a confirmation for me because yeah. it has been a burden yeah. in my life since, but I never knew, like I didn't have the understanding. Mm-hmm. That was where God was calling me till that day when he prophesied and confirmed that I was like, okay, no wonder I used to have this feeling anytime I talk with young people. No wonder yeah. I used to be this excited. No wonder anything concerning youth, I'm always there. Even if I'm tired, as they call on me for youth activities. Uh, I can't just explain the sense yeah. where it comes from. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. The passion is just there. I can go on and on and on. I don't get tired. Yeah. I can even, oh my God. I remember even in college days, people were asking if I was in the medical school because I was always available for activities. <laughs> Seriously, people were. There was a time even brought problem between I and my family. No family members. Everybody wants you to go and focus on your study. Just study. Mm-hmm. study. Mm-hmm. I can't. I could not just explain the force yeah. that kept pushing me. Sometimes I would have made up my mind. Okay, I'm not going anywhere this week. I'm going to focus on my study. Immediately I see the message. How I reach junction like, uh, and even get to the place, I can't tell. You understand? So God just confirmed his word. And ever since that trend, I've been working in that trend. And mm-hmm. to the glory of God, I started Gem 2017. You know, had a little hiccups because there are times when you have your dream or vision. People you don't expect will be the one to go against it. Right. Some people think that, oh, you're just trying to gain popularity, fame, or you just want to act up. Mm-hmm. Or you just want to act in a certain way. So I had to really battle with that. But anything that comes from God will yeah. stay. Yeah. Or anything that you you do with the right motive, it will yeah. stay. Anything yeah. you do with passion, yeah. it will stay. Yeah. But if you are doing something because you saw somebody else doing it, it will never die. Yeah. No matter how you try it, it will oh, die. Yes. It will fade it. Oh, yes. But... God kept Jem, and up to now, we are still going. Mm. And one thing that he has taught me, not to follow the crowd. Mm-hmm. There are times I tell my ladies, if I wanted all, I could have just pushed Jem to do anything, be mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. I said, no. But I care about, it's about quality, not quantity. Right, right. It's about the impact. Just don't yeah. want to go on stage programs, and then your lives are empty at the end of the day. Right. I want to speak back, and I hear testimonies of, of transformation course. of lives. Of course. Of young ladies doing great things, and mm-hmm. Today I'm seeing it. Yeah. And I know it's just the beginning. There is more to come. Yeah. So I just don't rush any activity. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, let's go and put gem there. Let's go and no, no, I don't. It's not for the camera. It's mm-hmm. not for news. Mm-hmm. It's not for I'm not doing it for, for newspapers. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it for the government or politicians. I'm not doing mm-hmm. it for even the young ladies. I'm doing it mm-hmm. because God wants me to do it. And yeah. it is how He wants me to do it. That's how I do it. Yeah. That is the most important. Like Again, like we're saying, stepping out of faith is about what God wants. And when the thing is, when you go according to what God wants, you always have peace of mind. Always. 
starting mm-hmm. barrier breakers corner i know i had this idea in 2012 and definitely i think 2013 2014 i did something about it back home in gambia but when i came here and i was thinking because you remember i don't know what i remember i had ladies that make a difference in gambia and then okay okay yeah on the awake ladies are yes, making, awake, yes yeah. yes <laughs> But then because I was no longer there, I just felt like since it's under them, let it, if they want to continue with it, that's fine. But then Barrier Breakers came to my mind and it was in 2012, but that's 2012. Was I still, no, I don't think, I was not even awake at that time, but I pushed it to our youth. We took it on, we're doing camp and everything. And I know that it was a God idea that I had. I still have the book that I wrote, the ideas that I wanted to do. And some of those things, I would definitely would want to do them in the future. But even when I came here, God laid it on my heart. So doing Barrier Breakers Corner, I know it's a God thing. The ideas that come, the things that he wants me to do, the ideas that would, would just pop up from here and there sometimes i'll be working reading something and an idea, idea will just come through and i just like i'll just Same stop thing. for a moment yes. <laughs> and i'll just be so focused and just like last week i was just like if you listen to the first episode of the season five i talked about how i struggled on the struggle on this project i'm working on and then whilst i'm reading that project i know i'm struggling with it an idea will come and, and then sometimes i'm just like god can i just go full-time into barabricus corner because this is not serving me right now <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes that the ideas will just be, yeah like yeah, i'm um, able to show you what is still able to point you to some lesson or a purpose right the same thing with this book that i'm on when i was taking care of the kids in the midst of when i was thinking oh i'm so tired he just got my attention to something like in a very unique way mm-hmm. even i myself i was amazed <laughs> and like really god you are so imp- you are so uh maybe funny to some extent because yeah. sometimes the way he does his thing is really strange <laughs> yeah and it's just like okay what are you doing so i'm just like god just push me to that like i want to just go full time and give a kind of yeah the bill is on you my how i'm gonna get paid is on you like can i just stop this work right now you talked about that tugging in your heart to like for young people and all of that and that's one thing i tell people on the podcast on my because kind of like if you have this target in your heart to do something, go for it. And that's why yeah. you're supposed to listen to, I mean, people around you, especially with what you're doing, they see that, oh, you're good at this. Why don't you go into this? So you have to listen to yourself too and see the thing that you love. Like Nancy was saying, she had that desire for young people, but she didn't even know, like, why is it that you're always drawn to young people? I'm the same, like, with young people, I know that I love young people. If they call me like, oh, I have this situation, like, can you advise me on this? I'm like all running for it. And when it comes to youth projects and things, like I am all for it, the creativity, mm-hmm. the planning, mm-hmm. like I put mm-hmm. in so much effort. Like if you are not there, if you're supposed to handle something, you're not there, I will do it myself. Like I don't, that it doesn't bother me. Thing. <laughs> then at the end of the day, I'll just sit down. I'll be like, really? <laughs> Who asked me? <laughs> even there are times when I even get angry. Okay. This person, I will not even do anything for him or her again. Immediately the call is made. I, can't stop right i just can't i can't i just can't and stop myself i'll just go in before i realize i have done everything to the end but there's this thing that even as you say like with the tugging and with the work that comes with doing going into entrepreneurship or having a nonprofit or whatever business you find yourself doing i feel like there needs to come a time where you draw boundaries because people are people and they'll just sometimes do rubbish and it's just so (laughs) annoying sometimes so i feel like as entrepreneurs or business people or whatever field that you find yourself doing try to draw boundaries because some people will just be using you for their own good and their own benefit obviously you're also someone that's led by the spirit and doing things according to the spirit. And because mm-hmm. you love what you do, it doesn't really bother you. But there also mm-hmm. have to be a boundary where 
people are not encroaching in your space and trying to do stuff using you for their own. I, I don't know how to put this though, but like that, using you for that, your own. Game. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying because I've been through it a lot so many times that they, I on those occasions I'd made up my mind not to really just to stay in my own lane and then yeah. mind my business yeah. roots for those that roots for you yeah. but then there's the Holy Spirit yeah. that keeps reminding me that yeah. you're not doing it for them mm-hmm. it keeps reminding me you're not doing it for them yeah. and then there's this other thing of how do you win soul mm-hmm. maybe that's my own area of winning yeah. souls yeah. You know, there are times it's not only taking the mic preaching give your mm-hmm. life to Christ give your mm-hmm. life to Christ mm-hmm. it's about your actions and in fact the actions speak more like mm-hmm. they say actions speak louder than voice yeah you understand so yeah there are many many times i had felt really mm-hmm. down and broken mm-hmm. betrayed mm-hmm. hot and don't want to really go out again no don't want to go out there for anybody again yeah but then i said the holy spirit is always there it's always there to remind me that you're not doing it for them yeah if yeah. that's why you don't cut off your communication with god mm-hmm. that's the most important mm-hmm. thing because he sent you Mm-hmm. He has your manual. He has mm-hmm. written your life. He's right. the author of this, your story. Yeah. He knows the characters that are supposed to be in your story. Right. Yes. When you understand that some people are only there for a season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's not everybody that you start with, you end with in this oh, your journey yes. of life. Yeah. When you So when you understand those things and then you come across people that do things that we just want you to give up in life or just hate everybody, mm-hmm. just remind yourself that this is their own phase or their own time, mm-hmm. their own season in my story mm-hmm. has ended. Mm-hmm. They should mm-hmm. go. Yeah. So turn to a new leaf yeah. and move. Yeah. How do you do that? You go back to the one who has your manual, yeah. who has written your story and said, mm-hmm. okay, this person season has ended mm-hmm. what's next mm-hmm. so and you should know that, when mm-hmm. the season has ended because if you keep holding on to some people that's uh, a problem yeah so that's why you don't cut off prayer you don't cease to pray yeah your prayer yeah. should be held very tightly so yeah. in true prayer you will know when you'll be able to discern when somebody's season has ended in your mm-hmm. own story yeah when you should move on when you should cut off some people when you should okay hang on some to some people because i was listening to a message i think yeah sunday and this man of god was saying there are some people that carry some certain things that they are not even aware of mm-hmm. you understand and mm-hmm. it is those you as the individual will be in need of those treasures that they have. Yeah. But then this set of people will have this character that you might not feel or wish to go near them. Mm-hmm. But look beyond their character or look beyond their facial expression mm-hmm. and see that treasure in them mm-hmm. and still stick around. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really tough, but yeah. because of what you want, yeah, you have to patient and then stick around, get what you want, and then you can move on. Yeah. But if you and say you're going to look at the person's character, some people are you know they are gifted right some people are good public speakers they don't even know some yeah. people are good counselors they don't know because mm-hmm. there is this bridge or wall that has just they've created around them or they've just closed up their spirits that they can't mm-hmm. dig deeper to mm-hmm. know who really they are yeah so instead of they act in that mild and calm and accommodating manner they are harsh violent and all and then totally out of purpose. Mm-hmm. But you, on the other hand, that has a spirit of God that mm-hmm. is in constant communication with God. Mm-hmm. God has instructed you that yeah. you should go to this certain yeah. person. That's why you realize if you look around, there are some people who will have some friends that are not approachable. That are outside will always say, okay, these two people, they are friends, but this one is very bad. That one is very nice. You yeah. understand? Yeah. You wonder why that yeah. nice one is always sticking around with that bad one. Yeah. Maybe the nice one would have no notice or will know mm-hmm. of a very good thing about that bad person that we are seeing as bad right, outside that right. value 
treasure that that person yeah. has in the inside, which yeah. he or she is benefiting from. That is yeah. why he or she is holding on to that person. Mm-hmm. But you being outside looking from the outward, you, you will never know. Understand. That's why sometimes you hear people say, "Okay, I did not know that you are this until I got closer to you." I am a testimony of that. Me too. I've had so many people come to me and like, hey, "It's only when I got to speak to you that I know that you are full of wisdom, or you are mm-hmm. you are this person, mm-hmm. you are that person." Mm-hmm. When I look at you from far, you are too strict. You are too this. You are too that. Mm-hmm. Used to it now, so I don't have any. Immediately somebody hits me, I say, "Oh, you are the Nancy." I was like, "Yeah, I already know what you're going to say." <laughs> really, because the national anthem, or they, they come up very strict. She's her set boundary. Don't dare tell talk to her this way how she can talk she can get angry you understand but people that have taken the bold step to come mm-hmm. to know more or to get like to talk with me yeah have come to realize that there is so much treasure or so yeah. many things that they can get yeah out of me yeah than just that person okay street person you know understand yeah and this in fact brings my memory back to how i my husband came to me we're in church and then saw this girl that everybody thinks is just too good for um, behaving too good uh, of herself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like as any young guys we do intelligent young guys because you don't just ask people around friends male actually mm-hmm. and then funnily mostly all of them just said bad things so wow. in yeah that's ah, that guy is too strict that girl hmm, this and that all whatever they think that you could say to please themselves because no me <laughs> so in, in a normal sense any man mm-hmm. could have okay i will not even push further since yeah. these yeah. people that she's been in church with all this while could say something, these things about her. Mm-hmm. But then, shockingly to them, unknowingly, he came further. Mm-hmm. He came to meet this, in quotes, the sweet monarchy, you understand? He went to be on came interacted with me, mm-hmm. got to realize that this first thing that we are describing as so and so is not skipping an inch or near. Then <laughs> I remember after we got married, okay, the day they announced us our wedding date in mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. I mean, the same friends were like, eh. So this is what you did to us. So you really went and then you could not even tell us that you had had it, you started a relationship with this person and all that. Then he just smiled. So when we came home, it was like, thank God I never listened. I've missed so much in my life. Yeah. And finally, yeah. these people, after we got married, mm-hmm. most of them we started seeing, that's this is now when most of them started bringing up, their, declaring their relationship, making it open. Before now, most of them were like, okay, with that secretive relationship mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. So that teaches us a lesson that people are selfish. Mm-hmm. Once they are not gaining yeah. from a, a certain um, place or mm-hmm. from someone, mm-hmm. they always think that person or this, they think yeah. bad. Yeah. The moment they start sourcing mm-hmm. funds or anything, getting something from that person mm-hmm. or that something, mm-hmm. they talk good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So in their mind, because because I told when you called some of them to me, I was like, don't you know that those people? Some of them approached me and I said no. So <laughs> be, maybe that was why they were really yeah. trying to just point yeah what's asking me out and all that so we just laughed over it and i was like you know at the end of the day the will of god stands right truth will always prevail light will always shine light will always overcome darkness so if i was that bad person that they painted Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you will see you understand so (laughs) thank god he came and then did not see any darkness he saw light listen today he's grateful to god that (laughs) he never made the mistake of right listening to others Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was, they always said I was proud and stuck up. And so I was like, when I hear that, I was like, really? And only those that were close to me were like, they don't know what they are talking about. But I was just like, wow. There was one time that I, there was a youth, we had planned, I was a youth leader in our church. So 
and normally church will like say this date the youth are going to clean the this day the yeah. men are going to clean and all that so it was a youth turn to clean and obviously people we don't always come on time so obviously yes, as yes. a leader i also have to be there on time i was there i started my clean i didn't even wait for anybody i was cleaning so one girl came and she saw that i was already cleaning and all of that and she was like I used to think that you don't clean in your house. I never thought you'd be cleaning. <laughs> I was like, Deep. what? Deep. Who do you think cleans my room? <laughs> Who do you think cleans my room and my bathroom for me? Like, I do it myself. I don't have anybody doing it for me. So why would I not do it in church? Like, excuse me. People always have opinions about others. But always. You just have to move on. So mm-hmm. <laughs> what are some of the lessons you're learning? To be patient more and also to listen in as much as also I have this idea that people judge you and all that. I mean, look over that and just try to know them. Mm-hmm. Some people are, let me see, what do I say? What do I call it? Some people you get to find out that the most peaceful or timid people are those that always put up a front. Mm-hmm. That they are those that you always see violently out. Mm-hmm. But when you get close to them, that they are very subtle. Yeah. So you only know when you get to talk to such people. And also I'm learning to be more tolerant. There are mm-hmm. times when I was going, ah, Nancy, you call Nancy. No nonsense. No nonsense. <laughs> when I say A is A, when I say B is B, like you don't, when I say no, I don't want to do this, you don't, I don't argue. You, like mm-hmm. you don't argue with me. Mm-hmm. When I'm sure, I'm, you know, I'm right about something, we mm-hmm. don't argue. Once I've said, that I go for it, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. But now, through this ministry that God has given me, mm-hmm. I have no choice but to be tolerant. Mm-hmm. Because I've come across different set of, you know, different ladies. Yeah. You have those that are strong-headed. You have those that are mild, mm-hmm. quiet, peaceful. You have those that even you are trying to help them for their own good. Yeah. They are the ones fighting you. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do at that point? Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He keeps teaching yeah. me. Yeah. Because if you're going to win them over, if you say you want to impact lives, there are things you have to drop down. You have to calm down a little bit. For you to be able to speak into the situation of the mm-hmm. people that you are living, you mm-hmm. have to know them. You have to know them. And also you have to go through some of what they have gone through. Recently, I was just meditating and then talking to myself. I was like, God, I mean, I've realized that you are bringing, the ladies that you are bringing to me, most of them have gone through, like, we have similar stories. Mm-hmm. That's what I've realize mm-hmm. then he was like to me so how, if you don't have similar stories how are you going to uh, impact them how are you yeah. going to encourage them yeah because if i've not felt your pain i can't yeah. be able to talk to you yeah that's you true. understand yeah if a young lady comes to me and tell me that i've lost my parents or mm-hmm. one of my parents or two of mm-hmm. my parents mm-hmm. i'll be able to counsel i'll be able to yes. console yeah. because i've been through that road yeah if somebody yeah. comes to me and tells me that i've failed in my school i failed in my college mm-hmm. i'll be able to talk to you because i've been yeah. in that road yeah if somebody comes to me and tells me that oh where i'm staying i'm staying with other people they are maltreating me they're not taking care of me they right. are insulting me telling me negative mm-hmm. things i will be able to talk to you because i've been through that road yeah if somebody comes to me and say okay i'm going to college but i have no money i sleep hungry at times i can talk to you perfectly because i've been through that you understand so all this is their lesson when you come down you bring yourself down you try to know them talk you know more about the people then you know which area or what you tell them God will give you all trans to what you tell that will cause the change and an impact in their lives. Yeah, so true. I am learning a lot. Tolerance, you know, love to love more because this is a, it, it, we are in, living in a world where the people that you want to you sacrifice for the most will be mm-hmm. will might really wants to hurt you so much. Mm-hmm. Do we stop loving? Mm-hmm. Do we hate them? Do we wish them bad? Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So 
there is so much that I'm learning through this um, work, and That's I know important. that there are more to come. There are. <laughs> we learn every day. So I was even going to ask when you were doing your pharmacy and going into with, to start Jam, were you ever afraid of going into it? Sure, I'm somebody that grew up with fear. Mm. I never have this confidence that I can do anything. Like, mm. who are you? You know, I always have this sort of, who are you? Yeah. You know, from a rich background, you understand? Who <laughs> oh, listen to you? You understand yeah. all those yeah. feelings and all that. So yeah. starting gym really was shaky. In fact, I found one thing I actually used to, like I realized, I will have this desire or thing to do, or maybe like God is asking me to, to do something. Mm-hmm. I always find myself shifting Mm -hmm. the responsibility to people. (laughs) And ever since I have realized that doing that, I have failed. It has caused me a lot because they are not the careers of my destiny or Mm -hmm. my assignment. Mm -hmm. It's not their assignment. Mm -hmm. So why do I go and give, it's like when somebody's functioning in a a wrong office, you are a secretary and then you're operating as a finance person. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So that has been my problem because of fear. Yeah. And then of that inferiority complex, I always used to, I found myself shifting responsibility. Mm. How did you overcome that fear? Prayer. Mm. through God's word, Mm -hmm. listening to teachings. Mm -hmm. And then the bottom line is maintain that relationship with God. Don't stop praying. When you pray, it's like, they say prayer is communication. You talk. And you are talking to the one who gave you the assignment. So he he has every, like I said, he has our manual. Mm -hmm. Every one of us have different manual. Mm -hmm. When they do this gadget and electronic stuff, Mm -hmm. it comes with manual. The person producing it or market, uh, the person that made it knew that you cannot use it without his direction. Yeah. Yeah. So they prepare a manual for you mm-hmm. and then sell it, give it, add it to the, the stuff. Mm-hmm. So now when you receive it, the, the electronics or the gadget, you, you go, go through, through the, the manual and then yeah. follow. And you always be a witness with me that when you follow the instruction, mm-hmm. things will work fine. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, we, it's even a practical word. We are so anxious to do go cut and uh, shortcuts. <laughs> yeah. That's why mostly our electronics don't stay long in our homes <laughs> because the manual will be there, like, ah, I, let me use my, I can do it. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. It's the same thing that applies to our purpose or us carrying out our uh, carrying out our assignments. God has our manual. He has made He made us. He put in us. He gave us the assignment. He has the manual. We fail to go to Him for the direction of how Mm. to carry out the assignment. Instead, Mm. we find shortcuts. We go and look for maybe pastor. We go and look for somebody that I admire, role model, mentor. Yes, those people are good. Yeah. You understand? They are there mm-hmm. to help us in setting where they have their own functions in our life. Mm-hmm. But it's us that will keep us connected, that will keep us flowing, that will keep us on fire, mm-hmm. that will keep the passion burning. It's mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So if you cut off that source, yeah. I mean, there will be no electricity. Yeah. Light, you, we are inviting darkness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that's how I believe, that's how I was able to overcome. And I'm still overcoming because there are a mm-hmm. lot of things I'm oh, still yeah. learning in, yeah. this, in my journey with Jem. Yeah. There's a lot of things. So I realized that it is that in yeah. fact recently that's what the Holy Spirit has been opening my eyes to the other times he told me like you would have done so much but because where you kept on running to the wrong people mm. you would have run back to the one that gave you gem. Yeah, yeah. when he was giving you nobody I think a musician said a music minister gospel music minister said when God was giving you that uh, nobody was there yeah 
when start, God called oh, you, it wasn't a conference no, call. It's a conference call, yes. <laughs> it wasn't a conference call. Mm-hmm. So why do you keep going to people that yeah. were never at the beginning? Yeah. Maybe when he gave you the call, he called your son name before your name. They don't know that. Yeah. But when you bring it to them, they will say, oh, in our own human understanding, mm-hmm. they will say, no, your name has to come first before the yeah. son name. Yeah. So why in yeah. actual sense, God called your son name first before first. the name? Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. just don't cut off the communication yeah. with the, your maker, the one who gave yeah. the assignment. And one of the questions I like to ask on Barry Becker's corner, this will be our second to last question. What do you know now that you wish you had known when you were younger? Like I said, my communication was good. I wish I had known that I should stay connected. I could have done so much more because even within this short time, I know what I am doing. Yeah. I know what I've discovered or I've learned yeah. within yeah. a short while. So yeah. I wish I knew. In fact, I was even saying this to myself yesterday as I was studying. I have my personal mm. study. I said it to myself. Mm. How I wish I started this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is so true. Like, it's so important. And I mean, even you sharing your story, the journey, I feel like God, like, it was there. But because back in the day, I don't know whether it's because of lack of social media and or the presence of somebody directing us or instilling us i mean young people will always be young people will always have that stubbornness but if yeah. we had seen all of these things earlier we'd just be like oh my god if this person can do it then i can do it too i can read the bible sure. i can stay in relationship with god i can do this so probably lack of that presence in our lives the more when we're younger is what has caused some of these things to happen but at least we thank god for his grace and his mercy that we are learning every day and we are able to yeah. move on that he doesn't even cut us off because of the past but it's like and I was a Christian day. because that's another area no. it's not enough to become a Christian, Christian you, have right. have you have to have that so it's <laughs> so important what advice have you got for someone that feels like life is hard I can't have faith over fear this fear is always with me I can't break barriers what advice have you got for them Jeremiah 29 11 mm. the plan and thoughts that God has towards us are good and not evil to bring us to an expected end mm. So mm. once it is God that is thinking or has the good thought about you, yeah. you're sure to end there. Yeah. Yeah. So just have that confidence that what, no matter what you're going through, no matter what struggles you're being faced with, mm-hmm. the end is glorious. And use every struggle as a lesson. Ask, yeah. like you were saying, ask God, what do you want me to learn? Mm-hmm. It is something I always do. Mm-hmm. There are certain times things happen in my life now. I was like, okay, God, I'm not complaining anymore. What do you want me to learn? Even though it is bitter, it is painful. Yeah. But what yeah. lesson do you want me to learn? Yeah. And then see it as God preparing you for the future. Yeah. Back then, I never knew I was going to be in Sierra Leone at this time. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was telling somebody, I was never praying or hoping to marry to a Sierra Leone. <laughs> and I'm married to a Sierra Leone. And I'm here. I have gem. I was mm-hmm. never, I never thought back mm-hmm. if I was back in Gambia, you asked me, I would ne- never would have told you that. Oh, he's my, you understand? Yeah. But I'm here. Yeah. And when I look back, all the things that I went through, God prepared me. Yeah. And like I was saying now, if I didn't go through some of the struggles that I went through, mm-hmm. I, I would not be able to inspire yeah. others. I would not be able to empathize with others. So it's yeah. just be like me saying, reading, it's a story. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. But when they come to me, I'm able to feel with them. Yeah. I'm able to relate yeah. and able to communicate in their own language. Mm-hmm. So they go mm-hmm. home satisfied that I know how they feel or I know yeah. what they are going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are encouraged. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story, your journey, faith over fear. You, you know, 
the fear <laughs> is always going to be with us, but we have to find a way to work it out and then overcome it and move on or else we'll never be able to break that barrier. So thank you so much for sharing your story. We are so grateful to have you on here. Super, super grateful. Thank you. You're welcome. It's my privilege. It was <laughs> I'm a- honored that. <laughs> yeah I was like this was an amazing conversation I was like okay what am I going to talk about I know we have the pharmacy we have the gym the mother <laughs> the wife and you have a supportive husband helping you supporting you but I'm so grateful yeah. I was like okay well, I think we're going to go through the journey and just get people to stay encouraged because other people I mean your story can be a blessing to somebody and I see you winning on social media and just like I'm super proud of you. I know, you, like you said, you never expected to be where you are today, but it's by God's <laughs> grace. And I wasn't sure what I was going to name this podcast, but I feel like alignment is just the right topic for this, this podcast because just staying in communication with God, like you have, all, you have said in this podcast, just staying in communication yeah. and yeah. being in alignment, staying in communications, you've been wanting to, desiring to be in alignment with God and in everything. And so, yeah, yeah. alignment will be our topic. So I'm so grateful for you to share your story and, we can't wait to yeah. see you keep winning and sharing yeah. and being an alliance to all the girls out there. Yeah. So yeah. thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you too. God You're bless. Welcome. God bless you too. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in Vegandia, West Africa. Cause they can't